At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back in. It's hour number two of Prime Time Action Tuesday night show here from the South Point Sportsbook Studio in Las Vegas. I'm Ben Wilson with Matt Brown, with Kelly Bill and the rest of our outstanding crew here as well. Behind the scenes, solo homer Travis Darno for Atlanta ties the game up at 1-1. Oh! <laughs> and, oh no! The missed catch just drilled the lady. Oh, yeah. oh, that was bad. Like, the home run itself was deleted, but what happened to the... Brutal! Lead? Yeah. Well, it was the, the guy yeah. almost made a great one-handed catch. The guy who just got off work, yeah. clearly, yeah, uh, basically basically <laughs> took off the jacket and he's, he's there in the rest of his suit. Oh, almost made an amazing one-handed catch, but you're right, uh, he missed it and then hit just, the lady behind just him. Drilled the lady, not man. Fun. It's not fun. Oh. Not his finest. Yes. No, no, no. Uh, not, at least it'll be a sweat for me a little bit later this hour because I have the uh, first five team total there under one and a half for the Pirates. They have one run going into the bottom of the fifth. So mm. three more outs there for Max Fried and, and, uh, and we'll be good. As far as the rest of the games, Kelly, we've got uh, we do at least have some more runs. Unlike last night where all eight of the games we had during the show all went under. Yeah. Mets and Yankees. That game is scoreless, though. That is uh, in the bottom of the third right now. Yankees minus 145 live on the money line. Mets plus 115. Six and a half is your total. Uh, Braves and Pirates, like we just said, that is one apiece. Live numbers currently off the board. Uh, Reds and Phillies scoreless. That game is into the bottom of the fourth inning. If you wanted to jump in live, minus 220 on the Phillies. And I think that's a double there for the Braves. Yeah, that's why you you saw into the future. Oh, no, just a single. That's why I was wondering if something was coming. That's why they were off the board for so long. Okay, Reds, Phillies, uh, if you want to jump in live there, it is scoreless. Minus 230 on the Phillies, though, on the money line right now. Reds plus 185, four and a half is your total. Mountcastle and the Orioles lead the uh, White Sox three to two. (laughs) That came into the top of the third. Orioles minus 120 Mm. with a one-run lead. White Sox minus 110, and total just got pulled off the board. Ten and a half live total. Uh, Giants with a one to nothing lead over the Tigers. That sounds like an exciting game. Top of the fourth <laughs> inning. Yeah. Giants minus 450 live. Tigers plus 340. Six and a half is your total. And the Rays with a one to nothing lead over the Angels. Bottom of the third. Rays minus 380. Angels plus 290. Six and a half your total. Couple of first pitches. Cardinals Cubs game two. If you want to get in on the Cardinals and Jake Woodford, minus 135. Sampson and the Cubs, plus 115. Looks like we're going to break this tie in this 
Atlanta and Pittsburgh game. Michael oh, Harris just hit a ball uh, 409 feet to left held, center. And, and, and Contreras holds it And third. it's a double off the wall. So second and third, nobody out there. Yeah, um, That feels like a missed run. Between between those mm-hmm. two at-bats, somehow you you screwed up scoring a run here at Atlanta. Yes. Oh, Contreras thought, look, he's jogging. He, jogging, thought it was, a he was jogging. He was jogging. I mean, that ball was crushed, but, like, it's PNC Park. You got yeah. it. Yeah. He was jogging. He thought it was a – I was like, how did he not score? He thought yeah. it was He thought it was gone. He, he was jogging. He barely got into second when the ball hit off the wall. Man, if you're betting this game, you have any bets on this game? Like, that was, that was three feet away from being a home run. Ben's that was a home run was about four feet away from staying in the park. It is. And it was this, also this could right, be a completely different game. Right, right down now. the line, he hit that like three eighteen. I mean, yeah. it was yeah, ridiculous. Why am I sweating this game? I don't know. <laughs> Eight don't ten know. Eastern, the Twins and the Astros. Aaron Sanchez for the Twins. Justin Verlander for the Astros. Hey, you're getting a break. Only minus two seventy five now. Minus three. Oh, oh, twins money coming in. Yeah. Twins money rolling in. Minus two seventy five. On Verlander and the Astros at home as favorites, plus 230 on Sanchez and the Twins as underdogs. Seven and a half is your total. 810 Eastern. This is a little bit from a uh, hour delay here from rain earlier. Blue Jays and Red Sox. Ross Stripling, Josh Winkowski. Stripling and the Blue Jays are minus 140 road favorites over the Red Sox, who are plus 120 home underdogs. 810 Eastern. We got the Diamondbacks and the Royals. Zach Davies, Jonathan Heasley. Davies and the Diamondbacks, minus 125 road favorites, plus 105 on the Royals at home as dogs, a nine total. And then a little bit later in the hour, Rangers and Rockies, Dane Dunning, Armand Marquez, about a coin flip, slightly shaded towards the Rockies, 10 and a half total. Uh, Manny Margot with the RBI base hit just happened to get the Rays. The, the, that one nothing lead we talked about over Jose Suarez and the Angels. We found out earlier today, uh, Jose Suarez and Ranger Suarez, even though they look identical, Matt, they are actually not related. Not related. But they look like literally like a but, spitting image of each other. But pitching on the same mound. night and w- but with both of them on the screen, we just look over and like, like yeah. they look they look exactly like they yeah. can swap unis. Both lefties. No one would know. Very similar delivery as well. Uh, so we'll, yeah, we'll keep you updated on all the MLB action. What we were talking about before our last break, though, some of these uh, division win totals for NFL teams. We didn't get to the AFC South. A couple of interesting teams I wanted to bring up for for you guys. Get your thoughts again. Uh, Matt liking the Bills there over four and a half. Wins, again, out of the six that you play within your division, over four and a half at plus 135. Kelly looking at the Dolphins over three, pretty much evenly juiced there. How about the Titans in the AFC South, where you have a pretty juicy plus money on the under three and a half there, where as we've kind of gone through and talked about, not to just like dismiss a team like Tennessee, because they still have some really good weapons, but everything about them just screams regression when you look at the, like their record in one score games from a year ago and the fact that they finished out well outside the top half in the overall football outsiders DVOA as a number one seed in the AFC plus 125 is intriguing for a team that is probably going to be like they'll, they'll be a dog certainly on the road against the Colts maybe I mean they could be at home as well depending on how things shake out so you could easily see Indy sweep the Titans in that season series and then a split against the Jaguars. That's that's a pretty realistic path, right, for a situation where you're getting plus money at 125. Yeah, and I think the other one we brought up just on the break as well was just if you look at the the bottom teams there in the East and the South, in the Jets and the Texans, if you bet the unders on those, I think you're in a situation where you're pushing at worst. At worst, you're pushing. And most likely you're winning both of those bets. Like, I mean, are we thinking the Jets and the Texans are really going to take these massive step forwards? I, I just, I do not. I just don't uh, see me it. But three wins. But three, if you, like they're going to go 500 in the division. These, these, the, either, what, either one of those teams. Really? But if one was going to, who would it be? I don't even know. I don't even know which one is. <laughs> Better and better or playing in the worst division, right? Like I think the Jets are probably a little better, but that division's a little tougher. Yeah. Who's if you had to if you had to say one of the two was going to go over? I have no idea. I think I might go Texans. I actually would would lean that way. You know, like would it surprise anybody if between at Jacksonville or at Houston the first two weeks the Colts lose one of those games? Outright. I mean, we've seen it happen each of the last. I mean, no, but I'm getting a little tired of hearing it. I mean, I know. It's like the it's like the it's like the the one it's the like the one prediction I keep hearing about the Colts losing to the Jags again, like in week two. It's like all right, yeah, that's fine. But for at least for Houston, I mean, as much as we believe because of the offseason changes, most notably the change in head coach in Jacksonville, that that should be a team better suited to compete. 
I, who's to say that, that like that is a total toss up of a season series. Like you, you'll probably see those games lined right around three. I would, you know, I, I would think those would be pretty closely lined. Like who's not to say the Texans just based on variance could potentially sweep the Jags. I mean, there's a, there's yeah. an outcome where that happens. And maybe between the Titans or Colts at home, you win one of those games. If you're Houston, so I'm not, not going to be shocked too. If, if the Titans are a bad football team this year, like if they win six games, I'm not going to be surprised. I would not either. I think there. I think there's a there's a possibility there's that kind of regression that could yeah. set in. It if the if the Jags over if the if the Jags exceed what we think they are, and then the Titans come back, it the Titans could could be a seven, six seven yeah. ish eight ish win team because they could lose one or both of those games to the Jags if they come back as far as we think that there's at least a possibility that they mm-hmm. could. I think Tannehill's already going to struggle this year with that with that receiving core. But if De- I mean if Derrick Henry has any injury problems throughout this year, I, I mean th- th- I think they could snowball quickly in Tennessee. And that's why, at least for me, that's the one that jumps out to most in this mm-hmm. division. The under uh, plus one twenty five there, uh, three and a half. I, I wanted to bring this up as well because we're I know we're on here in the state of uh, Louisiana, one of our many places, jurisdictions who are able to watch the show uh, here. PTA, see this today? Somebody in uh, Louisiana, your state, Matt, threw two hundred fifty bucks on the. Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the worst record in the NFL, four fifty to one. I mean, <laughs> that's that's fun. I'm glad it made headlines. I hope you enjoy. I just enjoy brought because it it's Louisiana. Enjoy your, your st- enjoy your two minutes of fame because that's the word. Like like that that bet is maybe, not getting home. If it was not made in Louisiana, I would have not mentioned. Yes, maybe he thinks the Mass Singers like you thought the like you were mistaken with the Premier League. You know, what I mean, maybe the Mass Singer actually lasts for for an entire year, and we just don't know that. It wouldn't even. It wouldn't even. It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter. matter. How, right? how, how would that matter? even? Blaine Gabbert could win. Blaine Gabbert can win four games with that with that team. He can win five games with that team for sure. Yeah, horrible bet. That's what you have to say. Thanks about Thanks for your, watching, listening though. Appreciate let's it. Say, that's what you have to say bet. about your your home, but, your but home hor- state. Hor- horrible bet. Yes. <laughs> Terrible bet. Terrible bet. Um, speaking of, look, this would just be more on the bad beat side. There's not a bad bet. If like if you took first five under in this Braves Pirates game at yeah three and a half or four. One nothing game going to the top of the fifth. Braves have exploded for a five spot. So they're pretty was, good at hitting the baseball, fun. though. They're pretty good at hitting the yeah. baseball. Look, you were, and I mean, I would say in a sense, you're yeah, you're kind of playing with fire if you're taking a first five under in a game mm-hmm. where JT Brubaker is pitching against a lineup like the Braves. But still, that's when it's one nothing going to the top of the fifth, and uh, you give it a five spot. Not exactly ideal. All right, five one to the to the bottom of the fifth. We're three outs away there, man. From We'll see. Either winner video or a loser video. One of the two is going to happen. Like I said, it's a win-win here. Um, uh, are you seeing? Does it look like this? Did this game get further delayed in Boston? Because I, I seem to see the other ones have all started, and I haven't seen anything from this one. Uh, yeah, I still see in rain delay. Okay. It, it, it at least on my little magic screen here, it is showing that five uh, ten Pacific is actually the start time, but okay. It, so it should be, well, we'll update you on the other side. Cause we're going to mm-hmm. find out here uh, pretty, pretty soon. So any, uh, at least for the NFL, the wind division, uh, division win totals, interesting discussion to be had. We'll see how it maybe applies to some of these teams in the NFC North, because when we come back, we're going to continue our division a day discussion. We talked NFC South last night, NFC North is up next. We'll get Matt Kelly's thoughts on where we think this division is going to sit. Packers, Vikings at the top. Whole lot of steam and love for one team that's on hard knocks, the Detroit Lions, and then the Chicago Bears bringing up the rear. We'll discuss all four teams over the next half hour as we bring it back. It's NFL Division a Day. We'll do that next year on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Button bet! Oh, so good to hear that once again. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not only today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits are another way. vcin is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vcin.com. 2 nothing lead now for the Rays. Uh, would, would have helped you last night there, Matt, when you, know, you had the run line. They just yeah, could they, not scratch they, they, together they, anything. 2-1 yeah, win. Harold Ramirez, RBI base hit. So now, sure, they, convenient time for the Rays to lead 2 uh, nothing in that one in the uh, bottom half of the third. And I believe that is our only uh, scoring as of right now. That game just we checked in the break. That has started now after an hour rain delay in Boston. So they are underway. Toronto and the Red Sox. In to the uh, into the top of the first one so we'll out that. away, Ben. One I'm, out. Okay, one we out got away. this right here. One out. Big strikeout of Michael Chavis. Oh yeah, who, oh, you would have loved our bunt attempt right there. I would have loved him because he random. can't hit it out if he's bunting it. Yeah, uh, Michael Chavis. Max Fried strikes out. Who had a solo homer off of him earlier. And the uh, the let's just describe him as the light hitting Greg Allen, Matt. He yes. had a 184. Average this would be a bad beat. I would give you a bad beat on this. Like, his one home like, run the on guy's the year. hitting 184 with one ball, and like he's the one who takes the right. That's a bad beat. I would give you a bad beat on that. Plus, like, Max Reed has needed 50 pitches to get through four and two thirds. Like, P- plus, we got the double first name thing going on. Come on, Greg Allen. <laughs> Here it is. Yeah, Ricky Bobby up. <laughs> Never trust somebody with two first names. My, my dad always told me that growing up as a, as a child in the southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, yes, 2-1 to, uh, to, to Greg Allen. Yes, the, again, like who, who would have thought we'd be sweating this game tonight? But that's kind of the beauty of this show. Uh, oh, oh. It's a very generous. Oh, you'll take it. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, brutal. we probably shouldn't. Should, we probably should. Uh, we'll move on. We'll move on. It's it's not that big a deal. It's just, it's just we just want to get you a winner. That play by play of Pirates Braves on <laughs> well, August twenty third. Like, I just wanted to get over with. We can play the winner video and then we move into the thing. Yeah, like it's kind of like, hey, look, you know, hey, ground out. Let's play the winner video and then we move in. And then, oh, there, there we go. go. Let's go. There it is. Oh yeah, one of hey. my favorites. Hey. 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 Oh, I love this kid. Little Wes Reynolds. The Indiana State Fair. Also, one of the worst swings I think I've seen yes. in any game all day, the feeble strike three swing there. So, all right, we got we got one of the two bets home, the first five team total under there on Pittsburgh, under one and a half. We're still sweating the full game one, uh, two and a half. All right, now we can move on to our division today. Let's go to the NFC North. It is viewed by most people like this is a two-team race to actually win the division, and, and that is as you can see, displayed by the odds. Packers minus 190 right now at DraftKings. Vikings plus 260 to win the North. Packers win total of 11. Vikings at 9. We'll get to the other two teams uh, in a little bit, although I'm sure some people are probably thinking, like, why aren't you guys starting with the Lions? That's like the team. It's the Hard Knocks team. Everybody loves the Lions. Why aren't you starting with them? But let's just be real for a second, Matt. I don't think the Lions are winning the division. Unless you think they actually have a legitimate shot, too. Should we just get that out of the way No, first? I mean, look, minus 190, plus 260, 10 to 1, 15 to 1. Everything's priced appropriately. I think, well, I mean, uh, the Vikings now, I think, are priced appropriately. Kelly, you and I got yeah. a number that was much better than that on this Viking squad. I think, you know, the hype around this team is starting to build 
a little bit, and I understand it. The Lions, I think there's at least a decent shot that they could exceed that win total. So, I mean, if we go to the win totals, like 11, 9, 6.5 for both of the Lions and the Bears, like I think that there is a, a at least a decent shot that the Lions do exceed that win total for for the course of the season. Because, listen, here's the deal. This is one of the things that that we haven't really talked about with this Lions team, and it hasn't really shown up on, on the hard knocks yet and the different stuff like that. But, you know, they upgraded. Not only did Amon Ross St. Brown have an unbelievably awesome rookie season, but they upgraded at, at that position overall, right? They bring in DJ Chark, who had productive years in Jacksonville despite the fact that it was a, just a yeah. train wreck down there for yeah. like multiple seasons. He was still a very productive player for them. He got injured, kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind type deal. So you make that signing and people forgot about him, right? Because he wasn't around last year. He got hurt in training camp last year, missed the whole season, and people don't, don't think anything about DJ Chark. But he's been a productive NFL receiver since he's been here. Yes, he got moved to the – yes, he got moved to where he's going to have to miss the first four games of the year – but maybe does that mean by game five, by week five, you get back Jamison Williams for this team as well? So now you're talking about a wide receiver trio of Chark, Williams, and and St. Brown to go along with, with Hawkinson at, at tight end. And then you have Swift in the backfield. I mean, like, this offense has playmakers. Like, this offense has real guys that can move the field. Now, I understand this is still Jared Goff at quarterback, but the problem, the problem with Jared Goff is also a little bit of a bonus with Jared Goff. It's like, He's not going to win you a game, mm-hmm. but through that, he's also not going to lose you a game. Like he's very, he's pretty conservative. He doesn't make a ton of bonehead decisions, but he also doesn't really press it all that often either. That was the big knock on him when he had all those weapons in LA. Was dude, why are you not throwing the ball down the field? Like you've got all these guys that they can stretch the field. You don't th- ever throw the ball down the field. Well, you know that'll probably be said a lot when Jamison Williams comes back, <laughs> like one of the most explosive players in college football from uh, for the last couple of years, and uh, and and you know he, he's he's going to be running all these fly patterns, and probably be wide open. Jared Goff just like just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, it, it just ignores him. But um, I think that there is a decent chance that this Lions team, with what they've built there, a pretty decent offensive line that actually has an upside of top ten top eight offensive lines in all the NFL. That's totally fair. Yeah. You know, if these guys, listen, Penny Sewell's in year two now that we we know. Rookie offensive linemen tend to struggle a little bit because, look, you just don't go against the pass rushers on a day-to-day basis in college football that you get in the NFL. And like, it takes some adjustment to figure out how to deal with all that. But typically year two, year three, these guys start to figure it out and start to play a little bit better. So, I mean, you have him on the offensive line to go along with with some, some veteran guys like I think that this Lions team is, and this is not being prisoner of the moment with hard knocks and stuff. Like, I was talking about this before hard knocks even started. I really did like what they did in the offseason. I really do like kind of how they built this team here for the long haul outside of Jared Goff, which, you know, they won't say it, but he's not the answer quarterback. They're going to figure something out, be it free agency or through the draft. But he's a solid rebuild quarterback. You're a rebuilding team. If you are this team, this is like the perfect year for this team, right? Because let's if if they do win seven or eight games, it's still going to give them like a middle-ish draft pick. And if there really are six or seven quarterbacks that are worthy of the first round this year, then they either can, they either can make a move up to get one of those guys, or one just falls to them wherever their draft pick is anyway, right? And so this is kind of like a perfect perfect year for them to to where it's not going to completely penalize them and completely because that's the other thing yeah. right is like if you're middling it's hard to improve your team right but I mean like this is, seems like it was one of those years where even if they're middling they might be able to make a significant upgrade at the quarterback position but but look at look at these I'm high on the Eagles so I don't think that that's but 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 look past that commanders Seahawks I don't like the Patriots all that much we have no idea what the Dolphins are Everybody hates the Bears the Giants is certainly a winnable game the Jags is certainly a winnable game Jets Panthers I just counted nine, t- ten, nine or ten potential wins right there, off the top. You know, I mean, this is a this is a team that, yeah, they won three games last year. But let's remember, 
One was a 58-yard field goal that they lost. I think there was another 54-yard. There at was the, the Tucker 66-yard yeah, crow the, yeah, hop whatever, off the yeah, front of the goalpost. Yeah, yeah, all of this stuff. Like, I mean, they could have won five or six games last year if things broke a little bit differently. And so with that win total sitting six and a half again, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we're looking at a – that we're looking at a still under 500, but an yeah. eight and nine team. But the natural question, I, as you talked about with Jared Goff, it's he's a guy who's not going to win you a game, but is not going to lose you games. And we saw that manifest itself in the fact that the Lions were, as we just talked about, they were a cover machine last year. Mm. They just didn't really win any games. Now, yeah. obviously, we're always going to look at from season to season, like records in one-score games are likely to be unsustainable, either to the good or to the bad from season to season. But having said all that, it's like, who's not to say the Lions you know, win six games this year, cover nine or ten times, and lose a bunch of games again by a field goal because they have a guy who's not really built to have game-winning drives or actually lead a team to victory in the fourth quarter. I mean, isn't that a pretty logical outcome as well? Yeah, no, I I, I think that we can buy into that for sure, right? I mean, like, there's that maybe we see another kind of four or five win season or something, but I I, I just think whenever you kind of look at the at the players and the personnel there, it, I think it would be hard for them I think it's going to be hard for them to only win three or four games this year. Like, I think it'll be pretty tough with that schedule and then this type of talent. I mean, you look at the defensive line. They add Hutchinson, right? Brockers as good as it is anyway. And and then you go on the outside where you look, does Okuda come back off of injury? And let's remember, this is one of the super highest rated corners coming out of the coming out of college in a long time. They drafted him. He's been kind of out of sight, out of mind because he's been dealing with injuries. So there's a lot of players here on both sides of this ball. Um I, I kind of like this 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 Lions team. And of course, Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Big caps. I am really interested to see what we get out of, out of Detroit this year. I think a lot of people are based on what we've seen in the off season, a uh, brief baseball interlude to just note Aaron judge 48th home run of the year, 116 miles an hour off the bat, 453 feet. Just hand him the MVP. It's over. I mean, that ball, it was it's like his. halfway up the second deck in the left center field bleachers. It's the his. Yankee stadium. It's his. One, nothing Yankees in the bottom of the fourth. So we were all panicking. He hadn't hit a home run in nine games and now he's hit home runs in back to back games. How about the Yankees uh, leading it one nothing, trying to get that two-game sweep there of the Mets in the second rendition of the Subway Series. We'll talk about the rest of the teams in this division. Who do we like between the Packers and Vikings in the NFC North? We'll discuss next. Pocket Cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's buy better, wear longer terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. A couple of little developments going on in the Major League Baseball uh, slate. Taiwan Walker, after being pushed back a couple days, he was supposed to start Sunday. They pushed him back to tonight. Walks in a run with the bases loaded, Matt. So after that 553-foot majestic blast he gives up to Aaron Judge, it has been a struggle here. Two runs in now for the Yankees in the bottom of the fourth. Bases still loaded. And two outs for Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. And we've got a little no-hitter going. Nick Lodolo through five in uh, Philadelphia. The young Reds righty who is uh, the, one of their, their top. Lefty. Sorry, lefty. Top, whatever. Righty, lefty. Yeah. One of the, those hey, are the other arm, but it's those the other, yes. I had there was a 50-50 chance. Yes. There was one <laughs> there uh, top. Good chance together, right? <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, hey, he's been he's been their top uh, pitching mm-hmm. prospect this year and he's looked really really good so far. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that one. Runners on the corners, one out top of the 6th. Reds are threatening there against Ranger Suarez uh, and the Phillies who again entering tonight tied with the Padres for that second wild card spot there in the National League. Brewers one and a half games back. Uh, Walker does get out of it with a ground out to short. So 2 nothing to the Yankees heading to the fifth inning. Uh, we continue talking NFC North, our division day here on primetime action. So both uh, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, they've been very vocal. You guys have on your uh, your love for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and the Can we can we crap on your team first? Yeah, I was gonna. That's what I was trying yeah, to good. You lead just, you up. You're gonna, to let, do. you're gonna let me do that because like, I'm a I'm a professional. I, I yeah. You were gonna yeah. you were gonna slow roll us to like you. I yeah, thought you were just like gonna lead us away from the Packers to where you didn't want us to talk about. No, no, no. I was gonna say you wanted you guys... to burn through the whole segment and like not let us get there. But like I was, I wanted. Yeah, to like get I there. knew Nick Lodola was a lefty the whole time. I was just trying <laughs> yeah. to buy time. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. No, my I was gonna say you guys are both high on the Vikings, so logically that means the Packers are 
you were not high on. I mean, essentially, ish, sort of. I mean, look, the team. I just think it was. It, it's just inflated, right? I mean, I took the under eleven and a half. It's down to eleven. So that half that the the half wins already been bet off of this team when it comes to that. They were basically stagnant in the offseason, right? I mean, and, and you as a fan, I'm sure you were kind of wondering, like, all right, guys, are we going to make some moves here? Are we going to do anything? And they didn't really do anything. I mean, Jaron Reed comes in on the defensive line. Sammy Watkins comes in at the wide receiver position. But outside of that, it really isn't, isn't a ton that made any sort of splash whatsoever. And it was really everything that was going out the door that was making all of the splash, right? I mean, Devontae Adams leaving. Zadarius Smith leaving. Billy Turner leaving, you know, I mean, not that you got tons of production out of Equinemius State Brown or Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but they're both gone as well, right? I mean, these are all, these are all, you know, Shannon Sullivan at the corner position. Like, these are all guys that were contributors, right? I mean, some way, shape, or form, all out the door. So, you have to figure out a way to get that production back. And, I mean, if, if, if Sammy Watkins is the answer, then I, I guess, you know, I mean, if, if Christian Watson is the answer, I mean, I guess, but it doesn't seem to me like that's a one-for-one trade by any stretch of the imagination. And, and and as awesome as Aaron Rodgers is, and is, you know, certainly MVP caliber play over the last several seasons, but you're to think, I think it's a little naive to just think, oh, well, no, it's, it's Aaron Rodgers. He'll make it, he'll make it right. work. It's fine. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's fine. He'll make it work. It's no big deal. He's had an elite receiver ever since he's been there, you know? And so, that this is a completely different scenario that he's walking into now. I mean, this is not just the oh, don't worry about it. You know, Aaron, Aaron and Devontae will figure it out, or Aaron and Jordy will figure it out, or whatever. You know, so that, that's not that's not the case anymore, right? And so, I just don't, I just don't see how they were. I never saw how they were going to get to twelve wins, so I played the under on eleven and a half. I don't know even at the flat eleven. I don't think that that's a bad bet either. You know, I mean, I think that we're looking at a team that quite easily could be. Nine and eight, or ten and seven, and that would be, you know, I think well within the range of outcomes. I mean, there are some pretty easy games on the schedule, however. There are, but I mean, all those criticisms are are totally fair, and I, mm. we're in a weird spot with where the Packers are constructed, where I mean, for the first time, and it, it kind of like to your point where everybody was focused on having Rodgers and Adams as that connection to kind of lead things on an offensive perspective. It was very quiet and maybe sort of pseudo unnoticed, like just how good the defense has grown and been the last couple mm-hmm. of years. And to me, we're in that weird spot now where you could easily make a case where the defense kind of leads this team, where even with some yeah. of those losses you mentioned, it's, I guess it's still a top, like sure. a really, really top end secondary. They've got, they've got the playmakers to dominate specific games and it might end up being a case where they kind of win these grinded out type games. I look, I still have enough trust in uh, Matt LaFleur as a play caller. When you have guys like, like you've invested in both AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones and people kind of questioned, like, when they made the draft pick of Dylan, okay, why do you need him? You have a guy like like Aaron Jones, who's such a good number one back, and he called them, and he's talked about how they're both 1A guys in his opinion. They're going to use that quote today. Yeah, yeah, which I think is pretty legit. If you've watched what A.J. Dillon has done as a, as a ground-and-pound running back, like I, have to, I have to think Aaron Jones is going to have such a big increase in, in just the overall usage in the offense. And so – I think a you. This is a team that is probably more built to actually win, kind of like low-scoring games where they rely on the defense. Something we have not been accustomed to seeing under Rodgers. And b like I, I totally see Jones looking more like a in the type of mold like we see of Alvin Kamara, where it's just like you're using him out of the backfield in receiving routes. You're you're using him yeah. in different ways. So I'm not ready just to say as much as I agree with everything you say about the general wide receivers, and it's not going to look pretty probably certainly at the start of the year. I don't think it's necessarily a thing where I just write off this team. Having said that, you are paying a pretty big tax, though, where the win total's at, and so I totally get your position on that well, number. Well, your your thoughts on Jones, I, I kind of backed up with a bet, right? So I have a 60-1 to 1 on him to an offensive player of the year, and the thinking behind that was that if you look at, if you look at these wide receivers, I mean, Alan Lazard, Sammy Watkins, I mean, Randall Cobb, I guess, is still in town, you know, Christian Watson, Romeo Doves. Um, these are all guys where it's like, look, this is not going to just click instantly with Aaron Rodgers. But it, when he came out and he was gave that little press conference and talking about, you know, hey, look, we're going to go out there with the guys that give us the best chance to win. And then he used the word trust twice. He used like, you know, the guys that we trust to get it done. And then he, a couple more sentences and he says something about, you know, I'm going to go with the guys that I trust. and whatever. So, so the word trust twice. Who does he trust? Aaron Jones, he trusts. Aaron Jones. Yeah. Like, guy's been there. You know for a fact that they have chemistry. You know that they have a rapport. And I believe 
that we're going to look up several times. And not only is it like an Alvin Kamara situation, like I think he's going to line up in the slot. Like I think they're going like, to like line him up just exclusively as a receiver to just try to get the ball in his hands and, and let him do what he does in, in, in the open field. And so I – I think that he could be in for a really, really massive season mm-hmm. between what he does, catching the ball and running the ball as well. So yeah, I mean, I, mean, I kind of back that up with the same thought that you have is that this is a guy that has been there. He's the one with the most experience. He's the guy that Aaron Rodgers trusts, and with that comes a massive amount of usage. Yeah, and that's what kind of how why we talk about like both points can be true, and that's mm-hmm. why for so many teams, <laughs> there's a lot of nuance when it comes mm-hmm. to the actual season-long handicap. And I certainly think it'll take time for cohesion with the new wide receivers, especially the O-line where it, it sounds like I mean, you're eventually going to get David Bakhtiari back. You're eventually going to get a couple of these uh, these pieces that you were you were counting on, but it might not be right away. And we saw how bad Rodgers looked. Number week, uh, you go back to week one of the uh, 2020 year. We've we've seen a couple of shaky starts to begin seasons when he had not played at all in the preseason. So yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I'm not still as concerned uh, long term necessarily, uh, Kelly. I know you you were also on the Vikings train at yeah, least when I, it was over three to one. Yeah, I would say for me, it's not you know it's not as much of a. And I did piggyback off Matt and bet, bet that Aaron Jones uh, offensive player of the. I, I love that number too. If you could find anything close to that out there, I think there is some value on that. For me, it's not as it's not as much of a fate of the Packers. Look, I think there's a lot of question marks this year that they you know a lot more that they faced than they have in several years. So, yeah, I, it, that concerns me. But the bet on the Vikings is is more more me being higher on the Vikings and what that offense, how explosive that offense could potentially be and how low. I, I just don't think the rest of this division is going to be all that great. I, I think the I think Matt made a good case for the Lions and why, why you could see them improve as far as the win totals go this year. And the Bears are going to be god awful. Yeah, I think, and, 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 I think and, and, you're going to be pretty dang bad. And the bad. Bears yes. are going to be one of the three worst teams in in the NFL. Yeah, I think you're going to be pretty dang bad. So I it just it, it was really for me it was a look, I played an alt over win total on the Vikings. I played them to win the division and then kind of backed that up with O'Connell uh to win co- coach of the year. I, I like all those bets. Now, if again, if I, I always preface this with Someone said, hey, Kelly, how many times have you bet the Vikings in the past four years to win this division? I'd be like, every year. But uh, so, yeah, you know, I, I've got a soft spot in my heart for this Vikings team a little bit. But I think this offense could be really, really special this year. The defense is uh, defense should be solid as well. I really like this team. I think, I, I think, Matt, you pointed out when we first started talking about it, I do think the number's finally in a spot where I'm, I wouldn't be running to bet it at plus 260 for them to mm. win the division. But I, if you're finding anything close to 3-1, to one, I still really yeah. like that bet. Yep. No, I mean, and, and on the Vikings, I mean, listen, we've sang the pra- we've sung the praises tons on this t- show. I mean, like, we'll just keep saying it. I bet Kevin O'Connell catch- coach of the year last night, so I added that to the portfolio of all these Vikings bets. I have so much exposure on this team. But, look, they bring over Wes Phillips as well, who was a pass game coordinator from the Rams. It's an instant It's an instant upgrade for me with, this, w- with the talent that they have on the offense to get in guys that are not stuck, you know, in 20 years ago in, in football, right? And so, you look, it was 10 games decided by one score last year with this Vikings team. Some of those start going, I mean, they, they didn't lose all of them, but I mean, some a couple of those that they lost start going their way. I think this is, you know, a really, could be a really, really special team so long as, as health continues yeah. to Look, hold. Week one, Vikings hosting mm-hmm. the Packers. A lot of storylines uh, around that game. Speaking of this NFC North, while we're done with the division today, we'll talk some of the player props that we have in this division when we return here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out now, and the NFL Guide drops this Thursday. Start your football season on the right foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become part of the sports betting network. Mike Trout, Matt Brown, still a pretty good baseball player. We talk about this all the time. But you should just step up to the plate and get the annual subscription. Oh, yeah. Just do it. You should. Why mess around? Still under a dollar a day. Kelly, if if you didn't get the VIP access for free, which you do because you're a big shot around here, you'd get the annual subscription. Oh, I would get the annual subscription, yeah. I mean, listen, we're all into saving 50%. Everyone is. That's all i got to say about that. Okay. I'm going to save okay. 50%. So Mike Trout goes deep. That's a big one. Your Braves bet looking really – well, your, your Pirates under bet looking really good considering Freed is only at 70 pitches in the seventh inning here. Yeah, through you, six and a third. You, the, I mean, only, the only problem is they've extended the lead to a point where it might not be worth it to them to let him go a complete Right. Game. It's 6-1, to one, yeah. Atlanta bottom 7. And, yeah, Pirates team total under 2.5 plus 105. So, it's, and not only that, yeah, if they pull out, if they pull free, then it's probably not going to be one of the top relievers. No, right, yeah. Either. They're probably doing it for someone to just kind of burn so, an inning or two. So, we'll, we'll, we, oh, we might have us a sweat. Nasty, nasty. Strikes out to Key Brian Hayes. I, have, I think they'll probably have him go eight. <laughs> I mean, he's at six and two-thirds and 72 pitches. So, eight innings would make a lot of sense, assuming that uh, that, that is how that works. In the meantime, uh, the, the, in, the, in this NL wildcard race, which has really started to heat up now, Reds get a three spot. I have to think the Reds are kind of at the, the top of the list, Matt, of the teams in position to play spoiler throughout the month of September. A team that's been 500 since that awful 3-22 and start. Uh, no hitter, uh, Nick Lodolo takes to the bottom of the sixth through, uh, through his five innings of work. Reds will get a three spot with two bases, actually one bases loaded walk, two run base hit for Mike Moustakis, and a three run lead there for the Reds. Uh, and then we mentioned Mike Trout home run makes it a 2-1 game. Solo shot there for Trout, 25th of the year. 2-1 Rays. In the uh, top of the sixth, and the Red Sox trying to somehow salvage whatever you can figure of their season. Uh, they get a run. Kike Hernandez, RBI base hit, one nothing there in the uh, bottom of the second inning. Mets got a run back as well, but also had a run cut down at the plate. So uh, talk about a sweat if you had first five in that game. Like if you had first five Yankees, it's a two out base hit from Starling Marte and Brett Beatty after Mark Canna scores to make it 2 1. Beatty thrown out at the plate. That's how you win a first five Yankees. There you go. 2 1. You, that's the best way that. to win. It's the best yeah, way to yeah, win. Yeah, that works. Guy gets thrown Winner out. Winner right the, away. Guy gets thrown out uh, at the plate. So we'll uh, see how that uh, continues to play out to the 
Uh, bottom of the fifth, they go there 2-1 is the Yankees' lead. Uh, so we talked all things NFC North, and now we want to transition to some of the player props we have in this division because there's been uh, you know, some action, some movement on these, but as we get closer and closer now to the season and as a lot of the win totals have moved, divisions have moved, let's say, kind of how we're talking about, if, say, you like the Vikings, but you aren't really interested in getting in on a plus 260 to win the division when you could have had plus 325 earlier, how about some of these player props instead? And we'll look first at the quarterbacks where Kirk Cousins, he is at least projected to have the most passing yards. His over-under set at 4,200 and a half, 31 and a half, both for he and Aaron Rodgers on the passing touchdowns this year. Rodgers just a shade over 4,000, 4,050 and a half. In the meantime, Jared Goff, 3,700 and a half with 23 and a half passing touchdowns. Justin Fields bringing up the rear, 3,350 and a half passing yards, 18 and a half, uh, Matt, on the passing touchdown. So everything we've talked about with with the Vikings, it would probably lead me to think, even at this number, even though there has been a little bit of action here to the over, a 4,200-and-a-half bet's not a, not certainly a bad one to play on a Kirk Cousins this year. Yeah, I mean, I have seen most projection systems have him a couple hundred yards over this because I think most projection systems out there have the same mindset kind of that I do, that this is – this is kind of the the perfect storm right here for him, right? I mean, getting a still healthy and productive Adam Thielen with a third year ready to completely break out Justin Jefferson with some other ancillary guys there as third receiver. They'll they'll kind of shuffle in different third receivers and stuff like that. But all guys that have been productive, you get a a running game in that should be able to convert. Short third downs should be able to do different things like that to keep the chains moving to be able to to get them new sets of downs. So I've seen anywhere from about 43, 4350 all the way up to kind of like 4475 even on the high end projections for Kirk Cousins. So and again, these are all they have to just they have they have to account for health here, right? I mean, like mm-hmm. all of these projection systems are just assuming healthy. I mean, and are assuming health, and so these numbers you know, sometimes are a little bit lower because they're going to factor in a game or something like that that's being missed. But for me, I like Cousins overs a little bit from a passing perspective because I do believe that this team is going to air it out a whole lot more. Listen, bringing O'Connell in, bringing in a passing coordinator from the Rams, what did we see last year with Matthew Stafford, right? I mean, like they threw the ball and they threw the ball a ton because they took advantage of what the strength was of the team, which was the wide receiver position. And so... I, you're not getting, you're not getting the exact same thing here in Minnesota that you had over, over in LA. But pretty I mean, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. like it's pretty close. And so you're getting two pretty high end targets, right? Two high, pretty high end receivers. And again, a third, like whoever they end up, you know, winning the third job is going to third receiver job is going to put up some pretty big numbers as well. So I, I'm, I'm kind of all in on 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 Cousins now. The passing touchdowns, those are really hard because when you have a Dalvin Cook and you have an Alexander right. Madison and you just you get down to the three yard line and it's kinda like, you know, you just run it in. Yeah. Like they're like they just they run it in. You know, it's not like it's not like some of these other teams where you know like even if they're inside the five, they still throw it. But like I think I think you still probably see with that with with both of those backs too. I mean, they're just so good. I can't imagine. That's why I wouldn't be going towards the the passing touchdown. Yeah. Man, ju- Justin Fields, 18 and a half. That feels so – like I, I know. I want to say it feels low, but, I mean, in 10 games started last year, seven touchdowns. I don't know. I don't know. That that would still interest me, though. I I, I don't know. That, that Actually, if I had to bet one thing, I'd probably be Fields over touchdowns here. Really? I, I think That's the guy's going to be thing. airing it out. He has to be airing it out. I think this team's going to be. I think this team's going to be playing from behind a lot. Are they going to get into the end zone that much? I don't know, but that's a pretty low number in today's NFL for a starting quarterback that you're going to roll out there every week. Like this is like we've been talking with a lot of these teams. Okay, if if this quarterback class is so deep next year, I mean, I don't think you're moving on from Justin Fields after this year. But it's not like the guy's ever going to get benched during the season, so. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I actually think I'd bet that. If I had to bet one thing on here, I think it would be really? over Justin Fields. Just ask yourself, 
What's that going to feel like sweating that uh, bet off? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not running a bet at bets. I'm not running a bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just saying, uh, if I had to bet with something. Yeah, and I mean, I talked about this earlier in the summer. Cousins at around 18 to 1 to lead the league in passing yards. That's kind of like that. That's the one flyer I've been intrigued in, uh, in looking at here. So certainly, I of, of all the ones here, the over 4,200 and a half for Cousins, he's gone over that even in 16 games each of the last uh, two seasons. And, and so. that golf number's kind of like right on, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's like yeah. it's yeah. right it's right where it needs to be for him. And again, I think that there's, I don't think it's likely, but there's at least a, there's at least a chance at some point during the season, if things go South for this team that he does get benched. Like, I mean, like that's not out of the question last year. Yeah. I mean, like that's not out of the question. So that, that number's pretty much right on. All right. We'll go through rushing uh, props real quick here. Dalvin cook, DeAndre Swift, AJ Dillon. Those are the three guys offered right now at DraftKings. 1150 and a half yards for cook, nine and a half touchdowns. Swift, 850 and a half, six and a half on the touchdowns. AJ Dillon, 775 and a half rushing yards, five and a half on the, these are again, rushing touchdowns. Anything? Yeah, nothing up there? there for Aaron Jones, which, which might tell you something a little Jones. bit. Yeah, I mean, what, what we think his usage might be, uh, the sports books might be thinking the same thing and want to keep him off some of these markets. Yeah, I mean, he would be like a more total yards bet for me as opposed to a, a rushing yards. A rushing or receiving. Yeah, a rushing or receiving. Just more of a total yards type thing for, for him. I mean, look, here's the here's the only problem with betting a Dalvin Cook rushing yard prop. You're going to look at that and you're going to say, dude, 11.50? Yeah, he can get over that's, that that's until he like, goes down with an injury. That's so easy. Yeah. There's that, but then also you have Alexander Madison behind and like you've lost Dalvin Cook the last two seasons to injury. Could we see more of a... 70-30 split as opposed to like the 90-10 like we've seen over the last couple of seasons. Do you not go to Dalvin Cook and say like, hey man, look, we have we have a real chance to to make a run in the playoffs here. We need to have you down the stretch. So we're going to give 30% of these carries to Madison because he can handle it. And we want to keep you healthy and make sure that we've got you down the stretch. So that's the only problem for me with Cook. Like some of these guys that are bell cowbacks, like if you want to tell me a Jonathan Taylor or a Derrick Henry or whatever and stuff like that, if you want to bet like those types, one, it's I get it. But yeah. Dalvin Cook has a guy behind him who would start for 18 to 20 other teams right. in the NFL. No doubt. So that's rough for it. me to, to make a bet on. We'll talk receiving props in on the other side when we come back. We'll also have a special category because I do find an Aaron I did find an Aaron Jones number rushing plus receiving yards. We'll talk about that. Update all the scores on the other side right here on Primetime Action. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.